Without any further ado, Just for Laughs star Andy Sandberg. I sat down with him this afternoon at the Hyatt Hotel. Here's our conversation. So let's start by talking about the show. Uh, first of all, congrats on all the success of it. Thanks. Um, one thing, when I was talking with, uh, with Mike Schur before, mm. I was sort of noting that, that Parks and Rec and the American office took some time to take off, mm-hmm. whereas this was pretty much a hit from the start. Uh, sure, I'll take that. Any, any, <laughs> any reasons beyond uh, the star? I think more, more obviously the reasons would be that Mike and Dan Gore are, are really good at it. You know, they've gone through the entire process a couple times now, and I think, you know, Parks I've always loved, but certainly they made adjustments, and their first season was also, I think, only like six episodes. Yeah, same with The Office. Yeah, exactly. So we had 13 to play with and sort of get our groove going and for them to find the characters and sort of jive out what the cast's strengths were and write towards those. And um, it felt like they figured it out within the first four or five. Um, I would maybe say earlier. I think it's funny from the get. Well, yeah, I certainly think it was funny. But in terms of, like, the character dynamics and the overall tone of the show and that kind of thing. Well, and the tone of it is... is, well, it's, it's funny, but it's also, it sort of takes this very serious workplace <laughs> and then makes it zany and, and crazy yeah. and you get this wonderful character development and you get to yeah. know all these people yeah. and suddenly the, the dead body or the, you know, the violent gunshot or whatever, it uh-huh. doesn't seem to matter as much. That's the hope. I mean, trust me, there's a lot of conversation and thought that goes into it in the writer's room to make sure that that's how you feel, so that's good. (laughs) I mean, obviously, we don't ever want the show to be disrespectful to law enforcement or crime or, you know, things that happen to people that are bad, but uh, if handled properly, it's it's meant to show, yeah, the more lighthearted and and character-based side of that world. Now, how many comedic cop shows. I mean, there was that Stephen Bochco uh, police, what was it called? There Was it the, where they sang? Do you remember that? In the early cop night? Rock. Cop Rock. There yeah. we go. Yeah. But I feel like it's pretty few and far between to have a, I mean, there will be moments of levity in mm-hmm. a cop show, but not a... Barney Miller is, is the end-all be-all for that. Okay. Um, and then it swings much more wacky, but Police Squad, which I Sure, of course. Drevin. that. Drevin. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> But even um, that didn't take off on television. It was only seven or eight or nine years later when they right. did the Naked Gun movies. Right, that, and after the Naked Gun came out, I watched all the police squads on VHS. Right. I I went and I was like, there's more Naked Gun guy? <laughs> and watched them all. Um, oh. But yeah. And of course, he's, well, we loved him here. He's a fam- very famous Canadian. He's the best. And I remember yeah. being at a ball game and they announced him and he went out and threw out the, the first pitch at, at an Expos game back in the day. Oh, that's great. And I'm standing there with my buddies and I'm yelling, Enrico Palazzo, <laughs> Enrico Palazzo. Because <laughs> how could you not? He how was, could you not? Say, oh, we wished he'd sung the national anthem like he'd done in, uh, at Angel Stadium back in the day with the Queen of England in attendance. Sort of knew the words. <laughs> that's right, sort of. <laughs> but frankly, we hear that all the time. People killing the national anthem, yeah, doing yeah, a yeah. terrible job of it. <laughs> Um, your character, Peralta, is this, when you were approached with this, was this written for you or was this? They had the, the, they had sold the pitch and they had the basic premise of it. Um, and they knew that the character's name would be Jake Peralta. Okay. Um, and I think. It's a good Jewish name. (laughs) He's half. (laughs) They, they, and I, you know, I, as far as I know, they came straight to me and asked if I wanted to do it. And I'm sure once they knew that I was cast, they wrote towards what they thought I would be good at. 
Um, but that's more a question for them. I don't know how much of it they had already imagined before they plugged me in. Well, it just feels like it was written for you. It, it seems like it's it's very much your sensibilities, it right. seems. I well, mean, I mean, it was an easy decision for me because the way they described what they wanted me to be doing on the show, I was like, oh, so it's what I would be doing in real life, just I'll be pretending to be a cop. Right. And they were like, yeah, basically. Do you watch um, the British uh, Sherlock? Have you ever seen that with oh, Cumberbatch? Yeah. Love it. Do you yeah. feel like there's a bit of an influence in the smarty-assiness um, of the character? Yeah, maybe a little. I certainly, I hadn't seen Sherlock until after we started shooting Brooklyn, and then when I watched it, I was like, ooh, this guy's really good at talking fast. Because <laughs> I have to talk fast sometimes. <laughs> and I'll do a take, and I'll be like, man, I talk pretty fast in that take. And then I saw Sherlock, and I was like, I'm not even talking medium speed compared to this dude. <laughs> He's the fastest figure adderer in the history of television. I it's think. Uh, it's a really fun show to watch. It's so great. It's, uh, for an hour and a half show, it really keeps you glued. I my, my wife describes it as decadent fun. I will uh, <laughs> steal that and use it on the radio. I like well, that. Uh, I don't know if that's how I would describe Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. Definitely less, fun. Less decadent, more fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, frankly, the decadence comes from having someone like Andre Brower in the cast. He's a decadent man. Yeah, it's um, decorated. I mean, did you grow up watching Homicide? I didn't. Okay, because for me, I see that guy, and there's just it's he's almost typecast is the wrong word because he does such a great job with this. But to yeah. see him go from one cop to another cop, for me, when they told me they were, what did I? They were, you know, what do you think of Andre for that part? I was like, he'd be incredible. But I was thinking of him from Glory. Right. That's like the thing I always remember him from is Glory. Well, of course, which is, I mean, what yeah. an amazing film. It's incredible, and he's incredible in it, but, you know. But also a stretch from Glory to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> yes. A little but, bit different. But, uh, you know, I mean, if you've looked at my work, it's, I always like when people get cast against type. It's always the most fun for comedy, I think. Hmm. Is that something that, that you found when you'd have, like, working with more serious actors on SNL? Absolutely. And just, you know, even comedians asking them to do something people don't expect but you know also a lot of musicians and all the Lonely Island stuff and digital shorts we'd always be like what could we do that would make people surprised you know that's why people go on SNL um, but I think that generally plays in comedy and there's a somebody like Andre who's had a, a career already you know this is a, sort of a left turn for him and Huge the, fact, turn. the fact that he has that expectation of who he is and what he does built in and makes it, I think, extra funny for people to watch him do something that's much sillier. Right. Well, that's it. So for people like me who, who grew up watching Homicide Life on the Street and now here he is in this... And again, it's the same field of work, but what a stretch. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's totally different. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really cool feeling. And I guess... For you, this must be a, a bit of a stretch from what you've been used to as well, because you had something different every week back before this. Right, yeah. And I don't rap on the show. Yet. <laughs> Yet. It's one season in. Yes. There's plenty of time. And by the way, I did sneak one in. At the end of last season, I started <laughs> rapping at Terry. And I beat down Boulevard. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. But, you know, I've shot movies, and, and uh, that's, you know, usually two and a half months or something of playing right. the same character so I've, I've done I've done it before um, but yeah ask me again in two years hopefully uh, well the way <laughs> things are going when it when it wins the globe first year and and you win the globe first year chances are it we will think that it probably will be picked up if it keeps the momentum that it's keeping sure and uh, it's, it's a lot of momentum though you know shows absolutely shows ebb and flow in that way I think you know they do, but but your show did something very cool by flipping the script at the end, so that we know that when season two starts, you're undercover. Sure. 
And, and that's, to me, that's something that we know it's not going to be the same season. Not identical, no. But we also want to keep the... Basic, Fraternal? The basic tenets of what the show is intact. You know, it's not going to be like... And now the show takes place somewhere completely else. But, you know, I'm not... I can't say everything that happens because no one will watch it then, but... Uh, is that how that works? <laughs> it is. Okay. But, um... You know, oh, we find out he dies. Yeah, we're not watching that. It's addressed. It's addressed. <laughs> um, so I guess we've got a couple of minutes left. I, I haven't looked at the time, but I'd imagine we have a couple of minutes left. Um, cast members that, that have exceeded your expectations or that have really impressed you? Um, all of them. I really honestly love and respect all of them. It's a, an insane scenario. <laughs> we have a big cast. Yeah. And everybody kills it. Well, what I think one of the cool parts of the show is that the ancillary characters, you care about them by the end of the mm-hmm. run. They, they've done a really great job, and that's something that, that I think Mike has done on all of his shows, oh, yeah. where even if the character only has two or three lines an episode, you end up attached. They're good lines. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, obviously you're giving the majority of the lines, but it's, it's cool to see that, a, a real ensemble cast like that. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I think the strength of the show lies in its that's what the show really is about. It's about a group of people. <clears throat> it's not just about like Jake and Holt or Jake and Amy. It's about this crew, this you know precinct and their many relationships and, and camaraderie in that way and the way they grow and look out for each other and that kind of thing. Um, and it works to our advantage that we have a really great cast and a cast that all have the kind of personas that makes you root for them. And you know, hope for good things for them because you feel the goodness in all of them. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Finally, Andy, uh, you're moving to after the Simpsons, right? Yeah. Eight thirty Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. So, is there like a part of you that's geeking out about that? Full. Uh, my whole part of me. Okay. Uh, every part of me. It's insane. I mean, Simpsons has always been one of my favorite shows, and I think I've been watching it. I mean, when did it start? I watched this it. is twenty six this year. Yeah, I've been watching it for twenty six years. That's it. So exactly. It's bananas. Um, so yeah, it's incredible and a huge honor, and all those shows that night are really great. I'm really excited for my buddy John Mulaney, his show's going to be on. I hear it's, I hear it's funny. He yeah. was uh, here last year, he was wonderful. He's brilliant. I love him. He's so funny. Such a smart writer and, and such a good performer, too. So I think it's going to be a really killer night. Um, you know, we loved all the shows that were on Tuesday night, too, and still love those shows. So it was a good situation, and it's still a good situation. Well, anytime you get to follow... Uh... Follow the Simpsons. I think that's uh, that's where you got to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, so, it's not like we have any say in it, but no, but but, but if they if they offer it, if they say you're following the Simpsons, you don't argue. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, you probably gloat a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine airs uh, Sunday nights on Fox after the Simpsons. Andy Samberg, thanks so much for your time, man. Thank you, man. Really appreciate yeah. it. Have a good one. You too.